Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome to a Thursday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 91, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. Oh, God. WRUF. I'm Steve Russell, I think. Um, Allison, it's been such a long time. She's been the. That's why I'm thrown. I got Allie in front of me today. Um, she's going to produce an abbreviated program today because we have, of course, Gator men's basketball in the SEC tournament. Um, I hope we'll be talking to uh, an NHRA driver here. Uh, also, hope to be talking to Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus and uh, also to Joe Sheridan uh, from Siena. Sienna's coming here to play the Gators in a weekend series, uh, and he's going to take over uh, from a coach who's been there for 54 years who is stepping down. Uh, so we're only going to be here half an hour, oh, 25 minutes. So if you want to get a call in, please do, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Now, after last night, baseball. Tyler Nesbitt, Philip Abner did very well. So maybe that alleviates a little bit of the angst when it comes to the Gator bullpen. Darrell says great pitching performance by Abner and Nesbitt last night. Bats are hot now. Hopefully the basketball team can win today. Going to be tough against Mississippi State. It is. Uh, yesterday, Jim Beheim leaving after 40 Seven years. Man, the ACC, think of who they've lost in the last two, three years. Roy Williams, Mike Krzyzewski, and Jim Beheim. A combined like 110 years of coaching experience. That's just crazy. Um, also, um, I, I'm going to say this. Anthony Richardson we are doing our best to get an interview with him. Obviously, he's one of the most wanted persons on the planet after what he did at the NFL Combine. Um, I've seen now two mock drafts where the Colts, because of a trade, take him at number one in the draft. Numero uno. I don't see that happening, but we'll see. About to join us now on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line, Tim Wilkerson, veteran NHRA driver, uh, and he's been doing it for a long time, and uh, he will now join us. Tim, welcome. Thank you for doing this. Um, you've been doing what you do for a long time, and I guess the question becomes, I think I know the answer, but... It doesn't get old, does it? <laughs> no, just I am old. Thank you very much for reminding me of that. When you, uh, Tim, uh, when you get out of that car and get in that wheelchair, because you've been doing it a long time. No, thank you. It, it, no, it, there's no way of telling anybody that uh, going 330 miles an hour gets old. It's cool. When you started, I, I mean, could you imagine going 330 miles an hour now? Uh, yeah, I mean, it. the, the sport kind of accelerates in decades and yeah i think so i mean we 
Uh, my first year, I went 300 and a quarter, which I thought was unbelievable. So that was 1996. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that uh, I really didn't think we'd go much faster than 325 or so in a quarter mile. I went 336.90 in 1,000 foot in Pomona last year. So that's pretty spectacular. It is. Um, a lot of drivers love this racetrack against a raceway because it's, it's produced some fast times. Why is this track so special? Well, you know, it's a, it's a old, like, like you say, it's, it's just got a lot of tradition to it. I've won here before. I always love, what I like about this place is the fans. Um, you know, the tracks come and go. We go to a lot of tracks every year and, uh, but the Florida fans are, they're good people. They're special. They love our drag racing and, it seems like a lot of people come from all over just to come to what we call the Gator Nationals. Uh, this year, you're teaming with Tony Schumacher. How did that come about? Well, that was a, a uh, kind of a, I wouldn't say it was a last-minute deal, but uh, the Maynard family uh, with the, the Skag Power System, uh, excuse me, the Skag Power Equipment people, they actually uh, were looking for a funny car at the end of last year. So, uh, you know, Joe and I had talked a couple of times. I really never thought much about it, and and uh, it kind of came to to a, you know a realization in the October area, and um, you know we we worked it out, and it's uh, it's there's there's some sadness in it for me. I was with LRS for 22 years, and uh, they're still on the car, but it's a uh, things change, you know. Everything uh, nothing stays the same. Grandma used to say, you know, the beginnings are scary, and the Ends are sad. What the middle is what counts. So that's kind of the way I look at this. But it's going to be uh, going to be exciting. I, I love new sponsors, and I'm our sport needs to keep growing. And I'm happy that that uh, Skag is really excited about being involved in our sport. Tim, I guess because you are a 27 year veteran, I want to go back to the very beginning. How'd you get involved? You know, a, a lot in racing. Was that something in your family? How'd you get involved in that? No, it's just from. Uh, you know, growing up in the greatest era ever, I think, you know, when you're a car guy and you got to grow up in the 70s with the coolest muscle cars in the world, and you didn't, you know, if you like cars, you were hooked, right? So that uh, my first car, 68 Roadrunner, I was 16, took it to the drag strip, and and uh, that was the end of it. I was, I was hooked after that, but uh, never really dreamed I'd be driving a Nitro Funny car. I don't know how I got to this spot. Uh, just a lot of hard work and, and a lot of luck and a lot of great sponsors and great people that believed in us. So, uh, I, like any, I'll end with this. Like any sport, Tim, it's very competitive and in your funny gar, funny car category. Um, are the rivalries good ones? Is there animosity? How would you describe that in terms of the rivalries in, in at your particular place? Well, I I think personally that. The rivalries are on the starting line, and after that, they're put away um, because our our sport's a seriously big family. I mean, we would give a kidney to, well, maybe not to some of them, but to John Force. <laughs> these guys, he probably got he's going to kidney first, right? So, but uh, no, I, I I think that you know we uh, none of us want to get beat when we're on the starting line, but everybody's uh, everybody's you know respects each other greatly. And, uh, you know, we need every car. So I, I think that's why we, I mean, I would, I would help anybody out here, and I think anybody would help me. And I think that's the coolest part about our sport. There's, uh, you know, 
the animosity is a cool thing. Like when we had Big Al Hoffman around, he was cool, right? I mean, him and John Force fought back and forth, and there was a lot of words, and and it was fun. Um, um, and but you know now everybody's a little younger, and uh, John and I are the two oldest uh, constant drivers out here. So when uh, when we go away, maybe we could get some fist fights again. I don't know. <laughs> On that note, uh, he's a 27 year veteran of the funny car category. Tim Wilkerson joining us here. Tim, good luck at uh, at the Gainesville Raceway, and I appreciate you taking time to do this. Thank you. Well, that was short and sweet. I didn't. I I thought you'd want to talk a long time, but I appreciate that. I hope I didn't uh, say anything that was right or wrong. But, no, you yeah, were great. You were great, but, Tim. You know, yeah, fans, if you're listening, it looks like we're going to have a nice weekend. Might got a slight chance of rain on Friday if we can get that to blow through. You know, we need you all out here, and this race is always a big sell. It'll be a it'll be a good weekend. I understand already that the tickets are uh, hard to get. So, if fans, if you're waiting to the last minute, you better get online and buy some tickets or get out here to try to purchase them because I don't think there's going to be nothing but standing room left. And uh, we want you all out here. All right, appreciate you, Tim. Thank you very much, Tim Wilkerson, 27 year veteran of Funny Car. 12-12, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Going to talk a little NFL next. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Sarah Zephyr. Florida Gators men's hoops will take on Mississippi State Bulldogs today in the SEC tournament in Nashville. The Gators are in the eighth seed, while the Bulldogs are in the number nine seed. Tune into the action right here at 12.30 p.m. Also in Gator sports, the number eight Florida softball team will be back in action tomorrow as they host Mercer on the first day of the Bubbly Invitational. The first pitch is set for 3.30 p.m. Friday. In the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning will be on the home ice as they host the Las Vegas Knights tonight. You can catch the live coverage right here beginning at 6.30 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Sarah Zephyr. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. There's great charities, and charities do wonderful work. One of those whose work I admire a lot the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palaka. They help at-risk young boys from troubled homes get their lives back on track, and they make them work for it. They take your unused or unwanted vehicles of just about any kind, and when they're donated to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch, these kids work on them. They fix them up, they make them right, they resell them, so it teaches them real-life skills. So if you do have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, please consider donating that vehicle to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. And remember, your donations are tax deductible, and it really does go a long way to help this great cause. If you want to find out more about what they do, you can Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. That's rbr.org, and you can learn more. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. 
Right now on the Odyssey app, download No Mercy with Stephen A. Smith on some of his latest podcasts. In case you missed it, I had a very important conversation that we all need to be thinking about with civil rights attorney Ben Crump about the horrific murder of Tyree Nichols. I also sat down with Lakers owner Jeannie Buss, the one and only Cedric the Entertainer. Plus, I gave all my thoughts on George Santos. No Mercy with Stephen A. Smith. Get it today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Darcy the Cow here for Black Cow, the mature manure. Planting a sustainable vegetable garden helps to protect the environment, and there's nothing like knowing where your vegetables came from. Black Cow is a natural fertilizer with 10 times more nutrients than garden soil. Everything grows better with Black Cow, you know. That's blackcowkow.com. Black Cow, the mature manure, Black Cow. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. We all have our destinations that we want to get to eventually, but no one said that journey had to be boring. That's why Radiant Credit Union wants to put you in the new car, truck, or SUV of your dreams to make that journey one to remember. And with rates as low as 4.99% APR for 48 months, we can help you save while you're on your way. Visit RadiantCU.org destination and get started today. Radiant Credit Union. Define your financial future. APR equals annual percentage rate. Federally insured by NCUA. The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF the home of the Florida Gators. Under a big time crunch today because of getting ready for Gator men's basketball. Brad Spielberger, always a pleasure to bring him in here from Pro Football Focus. We'll talk to him. Brad, i got to ask you, Anthony Richardson was the buzz of the combine. Your thoughts? He really was, and it's deserved. <clears throat> you know, you look at a, a you know, weight-adjusted and size-adjusted score on his athletic measurables, he arguably had the greatest combine for a quarterback we've ever seen. Uh, so, you know, hard to argue with the buzz. I think it's legitimate, and I think he is going to be a top-five pick in this year's draft. I was just going to say, I guess it sometimes varies because uh, you, you look at measurables and whatever else, but you think this will elevate his, his position taken in the draft? Yeah, so you never want to truly just fall in love with the combine performance. It's not just that. Uh, you know, he, he had some good tape at Florida. I know he has under 400 pass attempts. I know he completed only 53% of passes. But one thing working strongly in his favor, you know, that kind of pushes back on the narrative, he's a complete project. He's very good at avoiding sacks. You know, when, when, when he gets pressured, he's good at navigating out of that. We saw Patrick Mahomes, who's one of the best in the NFL at that, and why that matters in the, in the Super Bowl this past year. So there are definitely some things to love about his tape and his game. But then now in today's NFL, you know, your teams are trying to shoot the moon and land that guy that if you develop him properly and if he takes those strides can be just a game-changing difference maker, and he's that guy. Brad, what teams do you think might be particularly interested in him? 
I think uh, there are a couple of interesting ones to me, which is the Seattle Seahawks, number five. I know they just extended Geno Smith, but that contract is really a two-year deal, arguably even like a one-and-a-half-year deal if they wanted to transition to a younger guy. And Geno played very well last year. I think they have all the confidence in the world in him, but I do not think it rules them out at quarterback. And then I think another team that already has a guy under contract in the Detroit Lions, sitting at the number six overall pick right now, Jared Goff entering the final year of his contract. They can bring him in, sit him for a year behind Goff, let him learn the system, you know, let him learn the NFL game, all those things. So they're both very interesting to me. Um, and then maybe Indianapolis Colts as well sitting at four. So four, five, six, I think one of those teams could make a play for Anthony Richardson. Uh, we may never know uh, for a while what happens with Aaron Rodgers and as far as his destination. Um, there are reports the Jets are more optimistic about getting Rodgers. Your thoughts? I think it's going to get done. I think we might even know by the weekend at this point. One of the biggest tells is generally when a team lets a player under contract with them go meet with another club and talk directly to another team. And for the Jets, flying out to California with their owner, general manager, head coach, and talking directly with Aaron Rodgers, I think it's a massive tell that Green Bay really does want to move on to the Jordan Love era see what they have in their young, recent first-round pick. You know, clear about $60 million in cash spending, which is always a nice benefit as well. I think it's going to get done. Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus here, our guest. Uh, Bears at number one, lots of talk. They may trade it. Do you think they'll trade the top pick? I really do. I'd be surprised if they don't. Um, you know, at this point, they've obviously been pretty bullish on their market. General Manager Ryan Poles telling Peter King and others he knows he could get a 2024 first and a 2025 first for that pick. And if you're not taking quarterback, that is the way you should approach it. You should try to accumulate draft capital add a lot of players in other positions, especially if your roster is as barren as the Chicago Bears is right now. So I'd be surprised if they don't trade that pick. Last two things for you, Brad. When you take a look at the quarterback class here, much is made of Bryce Young and his lack of height. I think he's a tremendous player. What does pro football focus think? Oh, he, he's our highest guy on our, on our big board for a reason. He's a phenomenal player. And I think one of the funnier anecdotes uh, from this past week in Indianapolis at the Combine was I had a conversation with multiple different personnel guys at different clubs, and they said – you know, we almost think the media is kind of overblowing the size thing. And we know that we in the past as teams have maybe, you know, cared a lot about measurables and taken certain players because of height or weight or whatever. But they almost think now, like, we're projecting onto them and that they actually don't care as much about his size as we may think they do. Um, and so we're kind of, you know, putting words in their head or putting thoughts in their head. I think he'll be a top three pick easily, maybe go first overall or second overall to Houston. Um, and I'm also a huge, huge fan. I think he's a special talent. Last question. Who do you think the first – again, this will change 25 times between now and draft day, but who would, do you think would be the first player taken other than a quarterback? Interesting. The only guy I think is possible would be Will Anderson from Alabama. Um, you know, with Jalen Carter's legal situation now, obviously still pending and, and trying to figure that out exactly what happened there. But if it's not a quarterback, the only player that I think enters that conversation is the edge defender, Will Anderson from Alabama. Um, but I, like I said, I, I really don't know if that's a realistic scenario at this point. And as always, Brad, where can people see your work? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at PFF underscore Brad and everything we're putting out on PFF.com. we got our top 200 free agents list with contract projections for every player, so go check that out. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. Thank you. You got it, Brad. Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus. Gator Baseball will face Siena this weekend. Coach Joe Sheridan now joins us to talk about his ball club. 
Joe, first of all, you, you have a coach that's retiring in Coach Rossi after 54 years. That's incredible. What kind of a guy is he? Uh, just the hardest worker at all times. You know, I don't think you have that kind of career. Um, and it's even longer than 54. Actually, he started out with three at lacrosse, so it was up to 57. Um, but I don't think I don't think you make it that long without putting in the work every day. Um, he was here at 3, 4 a.m., left at 6, 7 p.m. Um, he makes the joke that he was married to the game, but there's really um, nobody who could say they worked harder than him for the past 54 years in college baseball. Um, and that kind of rubs off on you when you're sitting next to him in the office every day, you know, just getting to work, working for the players, working for the team, working for the program, for the school. Um, and it's just it's awesome to be around every day. And I'm I'm honored to take over for him because he, he is just one of the legends of college baseball and did so much for this game um, and for this school. Joe, when a Gator fan sees your team this weekend, tell us about your ball club. Um, we're young, so we have 17 new guys. Um, that's kind of been just figuring some stuff out first couple weeks. What do we got? Who's who's the guys in the big spots? Um, who are we going to put in in the late innings? Uh, so it's really exciting. The guys mesh well together. Um, it's a really good group of guys. They have a lot of fun. They go out there and compete. Um, our Friday and Saturday guys are two of our best guys. Arlo Marinczak, uh, the fifth-year guy, came back um, still in one of those COVID guys who's got that extra year, was a reliever for us the last three years. But with the guys who, who we've lost um, due to transfers or graduating or whatever it is, um, it kind of jumped into that Friday role for us. Um, and then we've got a freshman on Saturday who's done a really good job so far and has got probably the best stuff on the team. Um, so a lot of the young guys, you'll, you may see six, seven freshmen out there in some of the games. Um, we just go out there and compete and play one pitch at a time. And, and the guys are having a lot of fun right now um, just going out and kind of figuring out what Siena baseball looks like in 2023, and it looks better week after week. Yeah, I've noticed in your schedule, Joe, you played a lot of teams from the state of Florida, and, I mean, that's got to help you playing in this, in this better weather and getting ready for your conference. Was that the idea in making the schedule? No doubt, and that's something uh, I think Coach Rossi was known for over the years. You know, he, wasn't, he was never scared to come down and play some of the biggest teams. Um, so the message to our guys is, hey, we want to we make the conference tournament. We want to win the conference tournament. And once you do that, uh, this is the games we're playing. You know, you're going to open up on a Thursday night or a Friday night. Um, we're going to be a four seed, and we're going to come to Gainesville and play that opening night in a regional. Um, so that's kind of our, our message to the team, like, hey, this is where we want to be. So we're giving you this taste of it. We're getting you down in the warm weather. We want to see what, what this talent looks like and how we compare to that. Um, but that's really there's so much that goes into it that adds a lot of value for us once we get back up here for conference play. Joe, when you see this Gator team, what do you see? Uh, a lot of big leaguers, I think. <laughs> um, just, just talent once or nine, you know, putting together some of the scattering reports. There, there's tools across the board. Um, there's power, there's speed, there's power and speed with a lot of guys. There's velo, there's breaking pitches. Uh, it, it's just year in, year out, you know, they have one of the most talented teams and this certainly um, is one of those years where you could say they're, they're at least a top five talented team in the country and they may be up there number one um, just with the guys that are rolling out there one through nine and on the mound every night. Last question for you. Uh, you talked a lot about the, how young your team is. Defensively, are you pleased with where you are so far? Um, I think that's one of the struggles a lot of Northeast teams may see earlier in the year. Um, I'm, I'm actually sitting on our basketball court that we practice on every day. So once you get out onto that turf or, or natural surface, whatever it is, um, playing catch-up kind of the first few weeks there um, is where we see the most struggles. But it's gotten better week after week. I think we only made an error or two last week against Miami, Ohio. 
um, and started to turn that around a little bit. The fly balls were, were a struggle early just because we hadn't seen them since October. Um, but the defense is turning around and figuring out um, what guy's comfortable in what spot in the infield, what guy's more comfortable in what spot in the outfield, um, and just piecing different things together and seeing, seeing what clicks. Joe, appreciate your time. Safe journey here. Looking forward to having you guys here for the weekend. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Steve. Keep the weather warm down. That, down oh, yeah. Before. We're trying, Joe. Thank you. That's, uh, that's <laughs> Coach right. Joe Sheridan from Siena taking over for Coach Rossi, who was at that school for 54 years. Don't forget, tomorrow we'll either have an abbreviated show again if Florida wins today or – We'll be back normally at 12 o'clock if Florida gets beat in the SEC tournament today. So that's what's coming up. So we'll see how the Gators do as they take on Mississippi State. We'll get you out to Nashville and get you set for all the action. Thanks for tuning in to Sports Scene today. I'm Steve Russell. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.